All right, welcome to the Sportsitos Los Angeles Chargers podcast. If you listen to this pod long enough for the last week or so, you've been waiting for this one. Safe to say, I think Brandon and I are both not happy with what we saw today from both sides of the ball, not only for the Eagles, but for the Vikings. Brandon, you have the floor. Go ahead. It's, I'm, I'm like having an actual fight as, as we're currently doing this. I'm having a fight in my group chat right now over, over like, it's just trying to celebrate an Eagles win. And they're all like, oh, well, we're, we're, you know, we're Philly fans. So, you know, we'll, we'll celebrate any win we can get. I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand that your life is pain as a Philly sports fan, but a 27 to – no, listen, I'll take a win because this league, it's hard to win. They always say that, it's and true. that's fine. But a 27 to 7 football game in the third quarter should not end 34 28. It should not be ending 34 28. That's ridiculous. Uh, That's let's, poor football. let's just just splice out what we said about the Eagles on Sunday and put it in front of this. Yeah. The, the, game, the, the, the game was exactly the same for the Eagles basically the whole way through. The yeah. only difference was DeAndre Swift. If DeAndre yeah. Swift wasn't there tonight, you would have lost big time. Yeah, DeAndre Swift plus that, and also he, because of him, they chewed up like what almost forty minutes of possession in the game. If That's he wasn't wild. there tonight, the the Vikings would have won, and we would be having a way different conversation. Yeah, like it's if Kenny G's ribs weren't bothering him, this would have been an Eagles loss. It really just so actually, you can chalk this Eagles win up to Kenny G's failing ribs. That that that's that's it. That's really it. Like, like, listen. I love my team, but I'm not gonna sit here. And I told my group chat the same thing. I love my Eagles. Everybody knows I do. But I'm not gonna sit here and pop a bottle of champagne because they beat a Vikings team that they were blowing out, and they barely beat them. And they had ten thousand chances in that fourth quarter to put the game away, and they didn't. Just like last week. So like. Listen, I I will take a W. It's two and zero, but this team does not look like this. Like, listen, it's still too early to say Super Bowl teams yet because week two is to me like like we said, we're not gonna know until you know six seven eight at the least. Yeah, maybe Thanksgiving. I was gonna say maybe six seven games, but even then, teams always change. It flip flops. So it's like I will take a win, but it should not have been this hard the way it was in the second half especially when you went up 27 to 7 with like what about 12 minutes to go in the third quarter so I'm still in the third quarter but you're up by 20 points early in the third quarter that game should have been a 30 40 point blowout it, it was looking like it for, I thought the game was over for been. a while and like and here's here's my thing like I look at this Eagles team and Shane put it in the chat when we we're watching the first half I'm like and he's right this team does not look like the Eagles Super Bowl team of last year. It looks yeah. much worse. It's it, it looks so much worse. See, you know what I chalk this up to though? I don't chalk this up to just like just lack of intensity. It it feels like they're missing a step a little bit, but a lot of that has to do with just the fact that Brian Johnson and Sean Desai are not good game callers. They are not. So we talked about all this random crap about Jalen Hurts running the ball on third down that happened multiple times in the first quarter. 
dumb bubble screens happened basically the entire game, minus when they actually started running the ball, which was the only thing they could do. And defensively in the second half, soft shell coverage. We're going to give up yards yeah. as much as we can. We're going to chew clock by giving up yards. Yeah. You're not giving up yards. You're giving up touchdowns. Yeah. And, and that's well, what happened here. Although here's here's the issue with that. It's 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 a little bit deceiving though because they had four guys, four starters out on defense. And ended that up being hurt. eight starters. Yeah. And it, it ended up end. being yeah, by the end of it, it ended up being eight starters. So they're gonna get they'll, they'll they'll be fine because they have a week and a half off. They're gonna, you know, hopefully get themselves in gear during practice next week once they take a few days off. And then get ready and go against Tampa. So that's a good thing. They have a long break. Everybody will be healthy for week three. But the problem is just that next man up mentality, like it also it was non-existent tonight. Like Josh Job Joby, I'm gonna say his last name, I forgot how he said it. But he he was thrust I mean he was thrust into action, but he knew he was starting this game and he and he looked he looked didn't look good at all. Um he did Hawkinson look, was flipping burning as much as possible. Yeah, just like and you TJ, said with 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 Hunter Henry last week, same see, garbage. See, technically, even though the Eagles should have blown them out when they got the lead, it's still when you think about though what the Vikings do have on offense, it still was the best they can do with what they had because when you have a team that has Hawkinson, Addison, and Justin Jefferson, and you don't know which one's going to go off, and you have that many guys that are out, technically, for them to still win, it's still somewhat of like an okay. You did your, you did enough to win. That's that's the important thing. That so I knew coming into this game, they just had to do enough to win. I I, I didn't think it was going to be a blowout, but when they got up to, but like I was saying before, when they got to twenty-seven to seven, it should have been over. That should have been it. And, and it wasn't. It, and and then going over to the Viking side, this team just continues to disgust me. And it disgusts me more today. Look, Kirk Cousins can have all the yards he wants. Justin Jefferson can have all the yards he wants. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. Yeah. And a big reason for that, simply put, is like this. I, I, when have you ever seen a team, even going back to the Washington days, where... They just don't – a Kirk Cousins-led team doesn't know how to run the football. Yeah. And it's not – and you know what I think we missed last week? And I realized this watching the game tonight. We missed that Alexander Madison, they don't trust him at all. Yeah. They, yep. They're just like, all right, two rushes, you got stuff twice, we're not going to give you the ball for another quarter. And then yeah. here's Chandler, your third-string running back or your second-string, catching balls out of the backfield. Yeah. You trust that more? Are you telling? Are you if you're a Vikings fan? Are if you're a Vikings fan? Are you prepared to put this team on Kirk Cousins' back for 17 plus weeks? Hell, Hell no. Hell no. But yeah. guess what? For two weeks, for two weeks so far, that's what we saw, and I don't see that changing. I don't. Yeah, it's gonna and... get even worse. It's gonna be so gross. And tonight, yeah, they scored 28 points, but it was gross. It was disgusting. Well, they scored. Justin, go ahead. No, I was gonna say they they scored twenty eight, not not because Kirk Cousins played good. The Eagles defense fell asleep and just said the game was over. Pretty other, much. Otherwise, other 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 otherwise that game was gonna be was was on route to being forty to maybe ten final score. And and if you're a Vikings fan, I'm sorry. That's how you have to look at this game. You have to look at this game as if you lost forty to ten. 
Yeah. Because you you can't look at this game if you're a Vikings fan and go, yeah, we're good with Kirk Cousins. We can we can go far with Kirk Cousins. Hell no. Hell I to can't. the no. It's ridiculous. Like, Kirk Cousins is the is the definition of like a stat pattern. His stats will always look his stats will always look good, but he can't win you games when they matter. He's not that kind of guy. He's Honestly, not he's not, he's not I'm, I'm just going to say no. this, and I wonder if you agree. Do you think watching Kirk Cousins is boring? It is because you already know what you're going to get out of him. It's, thank you. It's so boring. It's he's like, so you, boring. You get the same thing out of him every week. You know he's going to throw for 300, 400 yards, but it's going to be a loss because he's going to have, like, maybe what? Two touchdowns, maybe, but two touchdowns, maybe a pick or two, maybe a couple bottled yeah. throws, like yeah, and then he's gonna he's gonna have a bad fumble or something like that because he usually does, like in in worse spots or he has a bad, you know, like a real bad turnover. Like we're saying, like it's the same thing every week. It's like that. That's like Kirk Cousins is like he's such a deceiving player because like if you were to if if you were to show somebody his stats without looking at the actual games. People be saying, "Oh yeah, he, he like by the end of his career, he could be a Hall of Famer." Like I've I've seen people make that argument, and it's like that's stat- that. You know, watch the games, and he is the most boring, disgusting, yeah. and atrociously annoying quarterbacks I've ever seen. Like he's he's thirty five. He's not. This is what he is. You know, by the end of his career, he might have what three hundred touchdowns, maybe three twenty, something like that. The, but, uh, you know, depending on what him and Justin Jefferson do together, which still isn't all, even though, like, if you literally take Justin Jefferson out of that offense, the offense is that, nothing. That that team is literally scoring less than 10 points a week, period. Period. 100%. They're, they're not a good football team, no matter what way you slice it. I mean, the only good thing that the Vikings really did tonight, which wasn't a lot, was, was Brian Flores, you know, kept changing up the looks a little bit. And, you know, he knew kind of when to send pressure and he, 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 but once once kind of Philly figured it out, it was it was game at that point because there, there was no adjustment they could have made that really would have fixed it. But he did, you know, for what it's worth. I mean, you see thirty four points, but really that that was more of an indictment of the four turnovers the offense had for the Vikings. Yeah, rather than rather, and most of them were Kirk Cousins' fault. Yeah. Well, and like, oh well, yeah, and that like, and that's my thing too. That's my thing too about this is I actually think the Vikings defense is going to be fine. I think Brian Flores yeah. is going to get this team in a good place defensively. Yeah. It will probably be middle of the road by the end of the year, but it'll be fine. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with their defense. Even when their defense wasn't great, I never really yeah. had an issue with it. I am just so bored of watching Kirk Cousins. And you I know am what? atrociously bored. That I'm that's not even analysis. I don't have analysis for you. I am just bored. And, and I've been bored comes, for years. I am bored. I just noticed tonight, and because it should have been a blowout, right? But what what was the outcome of this game? It was another one score game. Another one score game for the Vikings. Lost. Eleven and two it, in the last we, two years. We said it this year. If the Vikings continue to play one score games, they're probably going to lose ninety percent of them. At least and, sixty or seventy, and they already lost two. And they've already lost two, and they're zero and two. They're in a hole start of the season, and the Lions are a better team than them. And you could even make a case Packers are better than them right I, now. I, you know what? I'll make the case right now. I don't think the Packers are very good. They're better. I even think, I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm saying this. I think the Bears are better. 
At least the Bears yeah. are more entertaining. I, I can see it, yeah. At least the Bears are more entertaining. At least defensively, yeah. they're better. Like, this Vikings team is exhausting. It's, yeah. It's a, and the fact that Alexander Madison, we've seen this, right? We've seen the kind of running back he can be. My issue with the with Alexander Madison is not him. There's no trust in him yeah. at all. They don't no. want him to run the ball at all. And it's gross. I noticed I feel I feel like I feel like they're like, oh my god, we paid Kurt all this money. We have Justin Jefferson. Let's just let Kurt do everything so yeah. we can prove a point that he's actually really good, that we can make a Super Bowl. He is boring and pointless and just the most average quarterback on planet Earth. He is yeah. the definition of average. And the definition of average is simple. It's boring. Yeah. It's so boring. It's literally the worst analysis I'll probably give all year long. I know this analysis is terrible. It's not even an analysis. It is just so atrociously boring. I don't even have a comment. Yeah. It's it's like they're almost – it's funny because when you look at them on on paper and when you see these games, these these, these one-score games, you think, oh, it's a thrilling game. They're boring in the sense of AFC South boring. Yes, thank you. That's perfect. They because it's it's the same thing. AFC South one score games that are usually a snooze fest and nothing changes. Vikings different division, sure, different conference even, but one score games, you know what it is? Snooze fest. So Today like, was a disgusting snooze fest. It was awful. <laughs> It's crazy because so many people are like, oh, you know, that was a good game towards the end. It was only a good game because the Eagles allowed it to be. <laughs> otherwise, it would have been, otherwise, it would have been a curb stomping. It would have been an absolute murder on that field had the Eagles kept the pressure on them. And they honestly should have been. And we talked about this earlier before we got on. Put Justin Jefferson in the Hall of Fame. That, that yes. dude is the only guy yes. on the Vikings that just pops off the screen yeah. every time you watch him. It's yeah. awesome. It's incredible. He's the only entertaining part of that offense. He he's, he gets completely exempt from the boring talk. That dude's not boring. That dude's yeah. one of the best and most fun guys to watch in this entire league. It's it's crazy because when you look at what he did tonight, Darius Slay kept him in check in that first half, and he still had enough. Like if, if you look at the stats by the end of the game, he still had eleven catches for hundred and fifty nine yards. Like. And like then, but most of he, he didn't score a touchdown, right? He didn't score a touchdown, right? No, because he fumbled out of the back and, of the end zone, right? And he was still electric. Yeah, and he was, and he was, and he still almost won them that damn game. He almost did it. Like it's, it's. I mean, like it's crazy because in the first half, I was like, oh, Justin Jefferson ain't going nowhere because Darius Slade did play him tight, and it's funny. Darius Slade didn't play terribly on him in the second half either. It's I didn't that, think he had a bad game. It's just that Justin Jefferson was making these tight window, like like the 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 margin of error was that thin, like very very thin. And Justin Jefferson was still making the plays, and like Darius Slay had excellent coverage on him at some points. Like the one catch he made across the middle of the field, Darius like Darius Slay was like was like six inches away from swatting that ball, and, and the ball's a little bit behind, and Justin Jefferson still reached out in front of him and pulled it in. And I'm like, okay, well you can't stop that. You yeah, it's impossible. That. It's impossible. It's unbelievable. It's like, amazing. You know, people people are going to say, oh, well, Justin Jefferson cooked Darius Slay tonight. Okay, but you didn't watch the game close enough because Darius Slay played him well again. 
I, I, I'm just going to exempt this. Every top corner who plays Justin Jefferson, even if they have a good game, it doesn't matter. Dude's just yeah. going to go off. It, just it's ridiculous. It's, it's unbelievable. If he does, if he doesn't fumble, and here's the thing too, like if he doesn't fumble that ball, he has a touchdown, which makes his stats even better. I, but you know what's crazy? Speaking of just like about this game in general, you know the guy, uh, what's his name on Twitter? Uh, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to see it right now. Um, yeah, that guy, that guy Dove Climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter. He made an awful point. I'm sorry. I usually agree with some things he says, but he made an absolute awful point. He said, uh, this he said this was this was two hours ago, but he also said it like in the comments too. He said the Vikings ended up losing by one score. The touchback rule definitely hurt them. Such a bad rule. The four turnovers didn't hurt them. Okay, wait, wait. I want I want to have a con- this is a perfect time. I want to have a conversation about this rule. I don't think the rule's great. I think it's a weird rule, but how else would you approach that rule? Exactly. Thank you. I don't agree. Like, if, I don't. If I don't like the rule as a, as a complete rule set as an NFL rule book. Right, unbiased. I think the rule's ridiculous. But realistically, how else would you fix that? Yeah. Why, because no matter giving giving the the only two ways you could do it is well, actually, there's three ways. One way is you give the ball, you give the ball to the offense at the twenty yard line, which I think might be somewhat interesting to see yeah. in their own twenty. That might be interesting. Give the ball to them at the one, which is a com- ridiculously competitive disadvantage, or give the defense the ball, which is still a disadvantage. There's not really a good way to fix the rules. Yeah, even if you put the offense at the twenty or the twenty five, I don't even think that affects the rule anyway because it's just like college overtime. Yeah, I don't know how to fix the rule, so like, I just leave it. Because because imagine if if it happens in a regular game and they just say the play is null and void, it would be stupid. You have to do something yeah. with it. I think that's yeah. the only thing they can do. Yeah, like you can't you can't have a fumble there. Yeah, like like you're saying you can't have a fumble there. You can't just replay the down. That's stupid. The play happened. The play like, happened, and the offensive player almost scored. We're just gonna get rid of that completely. See, I don't like how how there's a lot of people in support of the offense. Modern football is already as offensive as possible. Why would you want to reward somebody for fumbling the ball out of the back of the end zone at like the one yard line or half yard line by giving them the ball there? They're gonna score anyway. So yeah, it doesn't do anything. So so you can't give the ball like that's what I have an issue with Dove, with Dove climbing basically implying that that touchback rule hurt them. How else do you want to fix that? I don't care. I don't care that he's a that he's a trusted source. That's a dumb take, beyond dumb take to say something like that on like, like how else can you enforce that rule? You can't. I, I there's really I, nothing else you can, can do. Can, can you and I agree that in general we hate that rule? Oh yeah, because especially if that's our teams, we would be furious. It's like, it's a dumb rule. It's a stupid it's rule. A, yeah. But how else it's would you enforce rule. it? How else would you enforce yeah, and, it? And you can't get rid of it because then what happens if you get rid of it? And then all of a sudden everything is just up for interpretation. So you can't just get you rid of it. You can't even get rid of it. I don't, but so that's my point. That's my point is no matter which way you propose a rule change to this. And I think that's why the competition committee never addresses it because in, in, in July, they never address it because they all have the same opinion. 
I, there's no other way to effectively change the rule to benefit anybody. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Oh, God. I'm having another fight with somebody in the comments again on Twitter because Twitter is a cesspool. Like, I get the point the guy's trying to make. But I was saying, you know, to, like in response to, to Kleiman's post, I said, what did I, I can't, I can't find it. I'll find it after I respond to this guy. But um, we're, we're, uh, we are going so nuts responding to people on Twitter, a.k.a. So, X. Frick you, Elon so, Musk, for because, this flipping platform. Because here, here's the thing. Because the, the climate made that post. Then I said the Eagles lost by one. I mean, uh, Vikings lost by one score because they had four turnovers. The Eagles, they fell asleep in the second half, and Hurts took a bad sack out of field goal range that would have ended the game anyway. So I, said, I told Kleiman to stop cherry-picking. Also, uh, like, the how many times, and I'm just going to be real honest here, how many times, now it has, it does happen every year that a team does lose by a touchdown, and it's because of that touchback rule. This is not one of those games. Yeah, it's not you, one of those games. It's not three, one of those games at all. They had three other turnovers. Like, so, so you're just going to pick the one, you're going to cherry pick the one turnover as the reason they lost? Okay. But here's another thing, too. You could technically say that, the Eagles shouldn't have got a, a field goal there because of that rule. But what happened? Minnesota's defense didn't stop them from going down the field in 30 seconds, and they kicked a 61-yard field goal, and it went in. That's and even, and even Justin Philly. Jefferson – and even Justin – sorry to interrupt, but even Justin Jefferson admitted dirt – like, literally, he's, like, saying that's he my fault. Himself. He's like, it's my fault. Yeah, That's me. I screwed up. I fumbled the ball. He, he took ownership of that. And we're going to debate that one play? Really? Yeah. And I, when he I took ownership of the fact that he fucked up badly in that situation, yeah. like yeah. he knows, like it's and like the the guy there was a guy that responded to me after I made that comment saying three three fourths of our starting DBs were out after Maddox went out early in the game. We didn't fall asleep. We had players in there doing that don't have a history of game reps. I said they were up twenty seven to seven and were fine defensively till that point. That's called falling asleep. <laughs> On defense. No matter who's on D, this is the NFL. It doesn't matter. They fell. They were this still playing fine with injuries. Like, this, it's I'm the, sorry. Okay, okay, here's the deal. If you're up 27-7, who cares if guys get hurt? It's yeah. the NFL. You're up 27-7. Yeah. The game the should game. end. Yeah. You should score Finish more time and end it. Like, I don't care. I don't care if it's if it's a broken rake back there at safety. Finish the damn game. It doesn't matter. It's like it's it's oh like like he's like he's like oh that you know oh three fourths of our guys were out uh you know and that was before even Maddox went out okay they still give up only seven points up till that it point doesn't change when further guys go out like like yeah. okay wait 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 the it Cowboys the Cowboys the Cowboys were up huge on Sunday and yeah I don't think they rested they rested some of their starters but did you see their yeah. defense just play soft coverage the whole fucking second half hell no not very much it, from what i from what i saw yeah it, but see that's one thing that's one thing that drives me crazy about the eagles defense it was with gannon last year and now it's becoming a now it's starting to become a theme with the side unless they change something soon stop like how there were so many times where it was third and one third and three why are the dbs playing 17 yards off the wide receiver why? Why? No Why? No Why? No Why? Like it's, it's dumb, ridiculous. man. It's dumb. This Every whole game single... was dumb. 
I, I'm saying it again. This whole game was stupid. The entire game was dumb. It was a dumb three hours of football. It was like garbage. At twenty-seven to seven, we would have been able, like, we would have, like, we were. I'm pretty sure not just us, but everybody in America that was watching the game was thinking the same thing. Oh, there's not gonna be much to talk about after this game. The Eagles dominated, and that's it. But they didn't because they almost choked it, and they once again they had how many possessions to end it late in that game, and they didn't. And again, and then, like, and again, I'm just gonna say this one more time. We said the same shit on Sunday. Basically the same shit. And what drove me so crazy was when Jalen Hurts took the two sacks of the field goal range. Oh, that was the so ball stupid. Throw the ball away. away. Thank you. Throw he's, the ball away. God he keeps, damn. He keeps he said after last game, I gotta stop making mistakes. Then why are you still making them? You're an MVP caliber quarterback. Stop making mistakes. Throw the ball away. Kick the field goal. The game's over. You're up by 17. Even if Minnesota got the ball back, you're up by nine. They can't win the game. They can't even tie it. Just throw the goddamn ball away and kick the freaking field goal. I'm so pissed off at that. Like, I was screaming at my TV, what the F are you doing, Jalen? Throw it away. You were in field goal range. Why are you taking a sack? Especially, here's the thing, too. The play calling sucked at that point anyway. Because the a second and 20. The all game for both teams. Well, but in that moment, that's where you just run the ball, cut your losses, kill some more clock, and, and kick, then the, kick field the field goal. goal. Yeah. Like on, st- on second and 20, what are you trying to prove by throwing the ball 30 yards down the field? What uh, are you trying to prove? This is a Chargers podcast, but I'm just going to say it. This is what Brandon Staley does like, with the Chargers. It's the yeah, same I've thing. seen it. Oh, I've seen it. See, this is what, like, listen, I love Nick Sirianni as a head coach, but he need like, if if they struggle again against the Buccaneers, he better be taking over play calling duties for the rest of the season. I don't want to see Brian Johnson near a clipboard ever, or near a playbook ever again. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it because I agree. It's atrocious, dude. And here's the thing: like, if the running here's here here's the thing: if the running game didn't work tonight, all they would have done was bubble screens. Yeah. Yep. All they would have yep. done was bubble screens and Hurts ran the ball. If the running game just didn't work, if it didn't exist tonight, they would have just ran bubble screens and lost. If you look at it outside of the bomb to Devontae Smith, and then he had like another another big uh, catch later. Yeah, there, like there was no the there, there was another big catch later. But if you take away like those two catches, really, all all Jalen Hurts in the offense was doing was throwing five yard passes, five six yard passes. And like, like they, and it's never, and it's never like over the middle of the field. It's always like towards the sideline. I don't get and that just either. Like wasteful throws. I I never. There's times too, and I've seen. I saw it in this game too when they flip the camera around to show what the offense is looking at, like you know, straight on vertical instead of yeah. it being like looking at it sideways. Did you watch? Did you watch the Prime Vision broadcast tonight? No. It made no. it look worse. And like, here's and here's why it looked worse because in the Prime Vision broadcast. They show they have bars like uh they have like little highlights by the receivers. So like AJ Brown has this like orange here's it says brown and then like a circle underneath him, right? And then the circle underneath him would light up light green if he's open. Yeah. So you saw guys open down the field that Hirsch just didn't see because oh, we're gonna throw a bubble screen. It made it yeah. worse, Brandon. Because yeah. you would see, see the other guy wide open because they literally would show it on the flipping broadcast. Yeah. See, that's where – see, 
now Brian Johnson's in his first year as play caller, right? But Jalen Hurts, this has been his team now. This is the third season of it being his team. If you know that the offense is not working with a with a screen, change the damn play. I don't think Brian change. Johnson's allowing him to do it. I think that's the difference. Oh, I don't care if he's allowing him to do it. You're an MVP caliber quarterback. Do it anyway. Screw that. Screw that bum. I don't care. Forget <laughs> him. Screw him. I don't care. I don't care if he, if, he, if he doesn't show up next week for, for against the Buccaneers. I don't care if your eyes calling plays. You allow your quarterback, who is an MVP candidate, who's been in the Super Bowl, and who knows what it takes to win, you allow him the ability to change plays. That is dumb to not allow him to not change the play. That's that kind of what I'm thinking at this point, because how – I don't know, bro. Well, like, I'm, I'm just going to say, this game – again, I don't have much to say because this game was stupid. It was yeah. so dumb. It was yeah. so bad. And again, once again, another Thursday night football game – that was atrocious. Can't wait for yeah. Niners Giants next week. Ugh. Oh yeah, when, yeah. When the Niners blow them out by 30, 30 or forty, I'm a. Yeah. I'm not actually puking, but seriously, ugh. Ugh, it's disgusting. It's, it's gross. So yeah. gross. It's it's so hard for me to not because the worst part is I'm gonna be dwelling on this game for such a long time because there's such a. Long you have ten time. days, dude. You have ten days. It's it's like. I, I, I can't right now, like my mind is like, if this team doesn't come out with some sort of fire against the Baker Mayfield led Buccaneers, I'm, I'm jumping into the Passaic river and the Passaic river is loaded with toxic waste. I'm jumping straight into the Passaic river and calling it a, a, a night, calling it a day. Every, every single Eagles fan is probably, dude, but how do you think that there was a guy who was outside Lincoln financial field? At 7.30 Eastern. How is he feeling? Can we get him on the podcast? I don't think, well, I think he, he feels the same as you. He's kind of like he was beyond drunk when he was when he was even before the game. Like, like first first of all, most of the Eagles fans that were there tonight are beyond drunk. You know, listen, like I, I'm somebody that's like I can I can handle uh like I don't get other Eagles fans because we are a negative fan base. Oh, I'll admit that a hundred percent. But then how come when we win, people are telling me to lighten up? Like you weren't screaming at the TV for three hours. Also, also, by the way, Shane mentioned this, and it was by the way, the prime broadcast does a great job compared to other broadcasts at the fan audio. Shane was like, I've never seen a crowd boo this much in the first quarter. I'm like, You I think? Did you I not think? You have you watched happen? an Eagles game? <laughs> like did I did I not tell you that, that was gonna happen? I didn't. Did I not say it after week one? I said I said if they come out and they struggle against the Vikings, we you're said gonna it on Monday. We said this exactly. On Monday night. I I know my team. I can I can sense it. Like it's just once again. And here we go with with the other guy, R R E R E Mayrov, the other football guy yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Once again, he said this will always be the dumbest rule in football. Okay, but then here's the thing. Says, I love the next. I love the following comment underneath it. It said, "Then don't fumble it. That's not an issue." Uh, yeah, but I'll be honest. I think you and I both agree. It's the dumbest rule in football. Like, listen, but we it's can't dumb. change it. But we can't but change it. What are you gonna do? It's, it's not the it's catch fun. rule where we could like, change like, it. Like, I love how the talking heads and the media have nothing better to do than complain about a rule that we can't change. What do you want them to do? Once again, we're we're gonna say it nice and clear for all the experts 
that know football on Twitter that have a blue check mark next to their name. What they paid for? By the way, by the way, before you before say that again, but before you say that again, they had to pay for the blue check mark. So go ahead. Please go ahead. I mean, they had it for a while. They had it before they had to pay for it. But but still, for the blue check mark warriors out there who claim that they're part of the media and have knowledge about football, this is where I, I get irritated. So instead of complaining about the rule and just having that one sentence saying, this will always be the dumbest rule in football, nobody's going to disagree with you. But give, but because you're so knowledgeable about the sport, give us a good reason and, again, a good way to change it. Until then, shut the hell up. I'm sorry. We, you- we just sat here. We just sat here for 30, 40 minutes before we take our break here shortly. We just sat here discussing how to change the rule. There's no good way to change There's it. There's no good way to do it. So, so if, if we Don't can't leave think it of alone. Good, so if the average fan and the average commentator and things like that can't figure out a way to a way to, to to change it, what what are the blue check marks on Twitter gonna do? You, you, you have a better solution? I have I have I have I have a question. Why again, I'm gonna say this one more time before we go on break. The competition committee knows this rule is bad. I guarantee you. Yeah. I guarantee they know it's bad. The players know it's bad. The coaches know it's bad. The owners know it's bad. Goodell knows it's bad. Everyone knows it's bad. Why is the competition committee not even giving this a second thought? Maybe they'll talk about it for five minutes every July because they don't know how to change it either. Yeah. The guys who are literally in charge of the rule book in the National Football League office don't care because they don't know how to change it either. So relax. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 once again, we'll say it before we go on break. You can't null and void the play because a, a play happened. There was no whistle. So, and it was almost null- a touchdown. That'd be stupid. Yeah, so you can't give it. You can't say it's a touchdown because it's not. It's a fumble. You can't. You can't give the ball to the offense on the one because that's not fair because the defense forced a fumble. They forced pretty much a a turnover that wasn't a turnover. And then on top of that, you can't like, yeah, you can put the ball in the twenty five or a twenty, but what good is that going to do when the when when you're already kind of giving the offense a, like the offenses will probably still score most of the time anyway. Probably like eighty so, percent. So and then, like, and then fourthly, and then fourthly. I also think that the way the rule set up anyway is bad because the defense gets the ball in a fluke situation. Yeah. Every way you look at it, it's stupid. But what are you we'll going to do? The defense yeah. getting the ball, as you said, because this is such an offensive-centric game, I think it makes the most sense. But yeah. it's still dumb. It's still dumb. But it's like, but it's like, and you can't take the rule out entirely because you're leaving that gray area open for interpretation, and all of a sudden there's going to be nothing it would to do be about. Impossible! It. it would be impossible. Yeah. Every you NFL yeah. game would be broken. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it. it, it it's impossible. So there's no logical way of either removing or cha- or like amending this rule. There's there's no. I don't. I can't see it. We can't see it. Like the competition not, committee can't. So so it's like, why do the blue check marks still like? Do you want to complain for the sake of complaining? Is that really all it is? Are you complaining? I mean, that's what Twitter is. That's what Twitter is, basically. Yeah, no, but especially when you're somebody in the media, you gotta have more common sense than that. Just like stop crying like a baby, please. We we we're all angry about something, but what would you like the NFL to do? Especially because you have the power as somebody in the media, you have the power to to say, hey, I have a good solution. But if you don't have a good solution, shut the hell up about it, plain and simple. Well, here's here's the deal. Again, this is a rule we all hate. Yeah, we don't exactly. have a proper solution. Everyone, I promise you, everybody who covers this league like us covers it on Twitter, covers it on anything. Yeah. Owners, coaches, players, commissioner, competition committee. Everyone hates the rule. Yeah, 
Doesn't we all hate it? That's the yeah. one thing as football fans we can't agree on. It's stupid. Yeah. But what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna day? do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right, we're gonna go on break and then we're gonna do three games that are not national TV games. I'll reveal the games that are number one games. There's one that's really stupid. Again, great job, executives. And uh and then we're gonna do our pocket keys game of the week. And I don't know what to do for pop culture, but we'll figure it out. Let's take a break. We'll be back in about five to ten minutes our time, uh, and we'll see you all shortly. Okay, I'm just going to say we're coming out of break. The best thing I've seen today, Justin Jefferson has more career yards than any Bears receiver in team history. That is one of the best things ever. That is fantastic. God, (laughs) the Chicago Bears are a bad franchise. My God, that's amazing. And you could have picked them. Anyway, okay, uh... So here's the games we can't choose this week. Two games we can't mm-hmm. choose are Seahawks-Lions, the number one broadcast team on Fox is Seahawks-Lions. This is going to be a really good game, actually. And the number one broadcast team, I think this yeah. was decided way before, but still stupid. Uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo are headed to Dallas to do Jets-Cowboys. So, yeah, there you go. That's uh, That's the games we can't choose for the week, uh, minus the Sunday and the Monday doubleheader. Uh, all right. Top three non-national games of the week. What do you have, Brandon? It's actually better this week, thank God. <laughs> uh, should I say my best for last or start? Or start from the should best. Should I say my best for last or or start? Start with, from the uh, best. Start from the, the best. best. Yeah. Because honestly, honestly, it was it was easy for me. I don't know about you, but it was easy for me. Chief Jaguars. Oh. Chief Jaguars is the easiest because that one. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's going to be the best game of the week. I Because, listen, I know I could pick a couple other games here, but I'm going to tell you what. Kelsey is, is fully healthy as far as we know. Um, The, the Chiefs are not going to lay down, not going to lay down another poor effort, I don't think. That's not the kind of team they are. Jaguars are very, very good. Jaguars are a team that uh, they're explosive in more ways than one. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is still a great quarterback. Travis Etienne is a great running back. Uh, you know, they have a you know a few weapons. They got Christian Kirk still, who's not terrible. Um, I mean, and it, and, it's just, and just that that just seems like a prime AFC matchup. Even though it's a one o'clock game, usually the early games are not great. Uh, really great. But early that's game. an early game. But I think that's number one for me, just because of of the. The the two teams that are, that's two playoff teams. That's basically my main my main selling point. Is there's two playoff teams, and we're gonna see what they're made of early on this season when they face each other. Yeah, because this this is a match you could easily see again in the playoffs. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So so that's why I like this as my number one. I I think it's easily the, the best game. I could be wrong. I mean, I was wrong. We were <laughs> last week was not not a great one, not a great way to start, but. Chief Jaguars to me is is that game. Um, I, I won't take it number one. I'll take it number two because you took it number one. But number one, I'll yeah. do Ravens Bengals. And you know I, what's funny? I'm very that, excited for that. That's my two. Yeah, that's I'll I'll flip with you just for the sake of this segment. I yeah. that the Bengals played like dog shit last week. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. Lamar Jackson wasn't that great either, but God damn it, I love Zay Flowers. I'm so mad I didn't pick him in fantasy. Yeah. I can't wait to see him play. He's going to be a guy I think we'll really enjoy watching this year. I'm excited to see what he does against this Bengals defense. 
And what does this Bengals offense look like after it's, one it's of be the interesting. abysmal performances we've ever seen out of Joe Burrow? Yeah. It's I, I almost put that I almost have it as like a one A, one B type situation. Oh, for, for sure. One percent. Because because both both of those games, both the Chiefs, Jaguars, and Ravens, Bengals are kind of trending in the same direction with the teams that you would think would win that game. Because both the Chiefs and the Bengals had a horrible showing. They both lost week one. And they, they both have something to prove in week two against teams that are tougher than what they played in week one. Much tougher. Say. Much tougher. Yeah. So so it's it so that's so these games kind of mirror each other pretty well. Yeah. Um that's why that's why I don't, I don't even think it's the second game. I think it's the one B game. Yeah, for um, sure. What's number three so, for you? This gets hard. What's number three, three? Three gets hard because there's I'm stuck between two games and I, I almost can't pick. Although I will say that believe it or not, my third game, because it's I think it's the only other it's the there's only there's only there well there's actually three more division games left that I could pick. I'm gonna pick a division actually there's four division games. Um, there's four other division games on the docket for week two, but the the division game that has the most intrigue for me, it ain't it's not Saints Panthers, it's not Brown Steelers, and it's not um, it is not where's the other game I saw, and it's not Colts Texans. It mm-hmm. is it is Patriots Dolphins, and you can't you can't pick Patriots Dolphins. Oh, it's the oh, it's the prime. That's the su- that's the Sunday okay. night game. I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't see that Sunday night. night. Okay, so you know, although, although so you that know would be, that's a great number three. If we could pick yeah. it, that's a great yeah. number three. I I actually didn't look at it close enough. Um, well, sun- for Sunday some night. reason, that's third Sunday uh, night. I still don't like that it's Sunday night, but oh my god, that 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 rules out the Saints, Panthers, and Brown Steelers too. Yeah, we can't take either of them because I forgot to double it to it's <laughs> it's, from it's now. But did I double header? Oh my god, then all these games are garbage. <laughs> then, then you know what? Then I guess the only game I I I can pick. Oh my god, then it makes the third game really terrible. Um why why are there so many primetime games this week? Why does it like there's more than usual? There is because um, there's one more Monday night and we're gonna have that next week too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that means I can't pick Eagles Bucks for an Eagles blowout because it's it's gonna be prime time. Um oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> can't pick Jets can't pick Jets Cowboys. For uh, some reason. We can't pick Jets Cowboys. Um oh I'm gonna confirm god. that we can't pick that one. I think we can't. So, so well, especially cause especially because it's America's team against against New York area. So it's gonna be a primetime game. Has to be. But do we really care to see Zach Wilson again? I don't want to see that. No, no. But then, like, look, the only games with the pick from now are Commanders, Broncos, Giants, Cardinals, Niners. We're Rams. not picking Giants, Cardinals. Uh, hell no. Um, that 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 game will go into our next segment probably. What um, Cardinals game? Yeah, we already we said can't we, can't pick pick we can't pick it. But but. Yeah, we can't we can't pick it, but my God, I want to pick it so bad. <laughs> um, but, but God, if I had to pick that third game now, I'm really stuck. Honestly, 
I, I Friday have to, three. You know what? I I have to go with the actually, believe it or not. I might have to go with Yeah, so I'm gonna now, confirm we can't we you can't know, do we can't do Seahawks Lions and we can't do Jets Cowboys. We can't do either of them. I wasn't gonna pick them anyway, but you yeah. know what? I am gonna say actually I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back. I'm still gonna say it's a division game. And I'm gonna say and it's actually another early slot game. Uh, the late slot's um, bad this week. It, it's I'm really bad. Colts Texans. That was my pick. It's a great top five yeah, matchup, and that's actually. why my yeah, it's Colts, fantastic. Colts Texans to me makes sense because you have you have two rookie quarterbacks, two top Colts five picks. Electric. Yep. Two top five, two top five picks, two electric quarterbacks, two younger teams that that have some firepower, and the Colts literally should have won the game last week. Um, they blew it in the last five minutes, really. Um, so that so really they're 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 a better team. They looked like a better team last week than I thought they were going to be all season. So that has a lot of intrigue to me. I actually think um, I for for how much we say the the third game is bad. It's a really good third game. It's actually, that game really actually good is going to be re- this game's act, that game's actually gonna be really good. And you and you also got to realize too, you have a technically, te- I mean not I mean this won't this probably won't get talked about in the media, but you have a Super Bowl rematch between coaches. You do, yeah. You you have Shane Steichen against D'Amico Ryan's, so you basically have in a great offense or a great offensive mind against a great defensive coach. That's going to be a good a good selling point of that game too. Yeah, so sure. that's that's a good so matchup. That's that's actually people will write that off easy as oh it's just Colts like you know the average football fan will read it as oh it's just Colts Texans. That's kind that of what we did when we looked at it. That, but if you think about it more, it's pretty damn interesting. I went well. I, the only reason I wrote it off because I kept coming back to it as my third game when I was thinking about it. The only reason I wrote it off is because I didn't realize about the, about there's like seven thousand primetime games this week. So, so I didn't I didn't realize that at first, but yeah. it does make sense. Like Col- Colts Texans, it's not a sexy game, but it has the potential to be like a, a very very interesting one. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick the Chargers two weeks in a row. That Chargers Titans game is not gonna be interesting. If the Chargers blow that, I'm gonna be pissed off. I I'm gonna go with the division rival though. I'm gonna go Raiders Bills. I want to see what Josh Allen does against a pretty solid it. Raiders defense. I love what I actually love what Garoppolo did last week. It wasn't perfect, but it was nice. It was nice enough. Um, yeah. I like that I, one a lot. I was I was. I was thinking about it. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I was thinking about from what that. from what the Bills did last week. That's a really interesting game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pockey's game just... of the week. We have options other than Arizona. Yeah. And again, with Pockey's game of the week, you can pick a national game. So just keep that in mind. Yep. Uh, but obviously, we're we're banning the Cardinals. This is a good week to ban the Cardinals because that Cardinals Giants game is gross. But uh. Oh, I I know what my pot cookies is almost immediately. What is it? It's it, like, well, there's there's two I can really pick, but my God, it is it for me is is easily probably 
Well, see, now I'm actually kind of caught. Now I said easily. Now I'm, now I'm screaming. I'm screaming with myself because the more I think about it, the more these two games seem so even to me in terms of pot cookies. Like, this is almost like a two for a pot cookies game of the week. Give me the two. Um, Fine. I'll admit it. What's your two? Go for oh it. My God. Because it's it's Bears Bucks and it's Packers Falcons. I'm actually excited for Packers Falcons. And I'll explain <sighs> why I'm excited for it. Yeah, I want to see on. what Jordan Love is is because people are people are hyping him up after what he did yeah. last week, and I wasn't very yeah. impressed. I'll be honest, and I'm very excited for Bijan Robinson. I was actually gonna, I was yeah. actually thinking about picking that as the third best game of the week. I really yeah. like that game. I really really like that game. Bears Bucks yeah. is a good see, pick. Bears Bucks is a very see, good pick. Bear Bear Bears Bucks was was my one A pick though. And, and yeah. so, it, so we'll say like so. Technically, that was my pick, yeah. Just because Bears Buck, like we said last week, the Bears are insufferable to watch. Oh, they're and horrible. The and 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 the Bucks have Baker Mayfield. I mean, he he, he did what he had to do to win, but Baker Mayfield's not a good quarterback. We know this. Oh, uh, and the Bucks also like you know, listen, they 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 don't don't let it fool you. Like they're still you know. People want to talk about how you know their defense still has a couple pieces left. I mean, but it's 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 not many. And on top of that, like yes, they held the Vikings to seventeen, but it's the Vikings. The Vikings lay down duds. It seems like every other week. So uh, that Bears Bucks game is a snooze fest, and that's definitely pot cookies. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a that's a snooze fest game of the half. If you're not taking the Cardinals. I, see, I but see, like the reason why I picked Packers Falcons as my one B. Because I know I could I could have picked Commanders Broncos, but see I'm not taking I'm not taking Commanders Broncos. I'm actually interested in that. Like because well, here's the thing. I know I know some people would though, and I, and I know why they would because it's once again it's one of those games. It's like it's like it's one of those games you you think ugh, but if you read between the lines, Sam Howell's a good young quarterback. Russell Wilson he played game better. Man, yeah. Yeah. Well. He and when Russell Wilson, I mean, game managed, but Russell Wilson looked better last week than he did all of last season. Yeah. So, so that game has a chance to be kind of interesting. That's why I wasn't going to pick it, even though I did think about it. But yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, the the pot cookies for me is is definitely Bears Bucks. That's that's there's just no that's going to be a yawn fest. So I, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna revert back. Why do you like Dolphins Patriots? For Sunday night, Dolphins Patriots, Patriots defense is better than what people think it is. It's and Bill Belichick's a great defensive mind, uh, and you're going up against a high powered offense. And right now, it's the best. It's the best offense in football. in football. So that's why I like it. It's a high. It's a defense that can that can finish in the top five, and it's a and it's a Dolphins offense that looks like it's unstoppable. And I mean. This game is not in Miami. If this game was in Miami, I wouldn't care. But because in New England, and it rained last week, I don't know what the weather looks like for this weekend. But it's it's in New England. New England's a very kind of rowdy, rough stadium to play in. It's it's one of it's like New England always plays these weird games at home. So and it's a division game. That's all the reasons why I would have picked it. Or have have you been allowed to? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm. I'm- Go ahead, finish up. And, and I was going to actually that I just thought about it, and not for nothing, but Mac Jones, towards the end of the Eagles game, was starting to rip that defense apart, and the Dolphins don't have a defense right now. No, they really so, don't. 
So so that game actually can be very interesting, even though it might not seem like it at first. Uh, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. This is a terrible Monday night doubleheader. It's atrociously yeah. bad. Yeah. Saints-Panthers is not interesting. Brownsters not I'm not going to pick either of them, though. I'm going to do Jets-Cowboys. Sure. Yeah. I I don't want to watch Zach Wilson play football. I really Are we? Don't. But didn't didn't we say we couldn't pick primetime for this game? For we can for pot cookies we can take primetime games. Yeah. That's fair. For pot cookies we can take primetime, and I'm taking I'm taking Jets Cowboys. Yeah. It's, it's and it's, it's fair. It's gross. It's not are we okay, Dolphins. I, I'm so mad about wait, I want to look it up. How many times well, minus this week. When are the Jets playing prime like actual primetime? Like primetime, primetime. When's the next time we're seeing them? Uh, they're playing the they're oh shit they're playing the Chiefs on Sunday night in Week Four. Oh, oh, that's gonna um, be a murder. And they they can't flex until like Week Twelve, so that's not oh getting flexed out. God. Oh my god. Um. So whoever, whoever's getting them in prime time is getting well. I mean, sure, we don't know this is football, but it should be getting easy wins. Yeah, your Eagles Jets is not a primetime game, but I know you were thinking about that going to that game. Yeah, I wanted that's why I know it's not primetime. I want to go to that game because I know it's in the afternoon. It's not prime as I know it's not prime. Uh let's see. Uh I'm just fucking I'm gonna scroll and find all of them. Uh there was a lot more. Thank God there's not a lot more. There that's the only one like early in the year. Hmm. Um oh that's good, Mo- Monday Monday night Chargers Jets, week nine. Oh. Um, yeah, that's awful. Oh shit, week ten, Jets Raiders Sunday night. Oh why? Wait a minute. Why the Sunday night game? Those neither of those teams are good. I mean, people want to see the Jets. Well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers would have played. Not now. Uh oh, anything God. else? Uh, okay. Nothing. Please, there. No, please no moss. Uh, Dolphins Jets is a Black Friday game and they can't change it. So have fun on Black Friday. Ew. Um, the only, oh my only... God! Speaking of which, Week Twelve Sunday night, Week Twelve Monday night is Bears Vikings. Have fun with that. Oh Lord, I'd I'd rather choke on a hot dog. <laughs> trying to trying to see what else here. Um. Is that it? It's not that many. I thought it was more. I'm glad. I'm glad. Glad it's not. I'm glad it's not. Glad there's no more. Because <laughs> they were getting worse as we went on. <laughs> how do how do primetime games get worse the further you go into a season? That's remarkable. Oh yeah, no, they get bad. Um, oh, goodness gracious. Oh my God, is that really it? Oh, the Lord, the football gods have blessed us. That might be it. <laughs> oh no, it's not. Jets oh. Browns, week oh, seventeen, Thursday no. night football. Oh no. That's our last one. Jets Browns, Thursday night football in Cleveland. Oh week 17. I, know. I know what the pot cookies for week seventeen is. We can't pick it because we're doing it after the game. Oh damn it. Uh damn it. Let me let me read fuck it. Let me read off the next few weeks of primetime. Uh yeah, so we know this week's next week's next week we have Giants Niners. That's gonna be fun. 
I think I'm going to Idaho this week, so I might miss that game. I might not. We'll see. Uh, Steelers Raiders. Uh, we're doing a big preview. We're doing Mister Rogers Neighborhood in That's honor good. of Steelers Raiders, which probably your Eagles against the Bucks, Rams Bengals. I think Rams Bengals is somewhat interesting. Uh, Chiefs Lions Packers Thursday night week four. I mean, kind of interesting. Mm, yeah, maybe. Giants. Ugh, Monday night. Yeah, no. I'll do. I'll do two more weeks. Bears Commanders Thursday night week five. Oh hell no! <laughs> Cowboys Niners. That's gonna be fun. That's actually that's actually a real decent one. Not gonna that's lie. Uh, Packers Raiders Sunday night or Monday night. Excuse me. Really? And then I'll do week six. Week six we have Broncos Chiefs. Oh. We have Ravens Titans International Series. Oh, oh network. We have Giants Bills Sunday night, week six. No, no. And then Cowboys Chargers Monday night. Heck, that's decent. That's somewhat decent. Is, is there like another really bad one? Oh my God, week seven we open up with Jaguars Saints. Oh. <laughs> Your Eagles play Dolphins that week on Sunday night. I, I well, if the Eagles figure their stuff out, that could be a fun game. Bucks Bills really? Oh Hell God. no! The, we, the, the the best game of the entire schedule until we get to November is Dolphins Chiefs in Frankfurt. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited for that. That that's actually a real good game. It's a really good game. Yeah, that's that's oh week ten Panthers Bears. I'm gonna stop there. Panthers <laughs> Bears starts night football. Uh, the the pain the pain like. Like the pain, you, the you pain after those Thursday night games. You didn't, you did, though, but see, like, you didn't. I even, went through like, 10 weeks, you didn't even physically like hit me, like hurt me in any way. But just the pain of you uttering that game just gave me such a shockwave of pain to my body. You know what's even worse? We're gonna do pods after some of those games, oh like right God. after some of them. What is there to talk about <laughs> after those games? <laughs> What is there to talk about? What are we gonna talk about? Yeah, we are we gonna. We're just gonna have a game recap. That's it. We're just gonna have a game recap for ten minutes. Oh my or god! Less. We're gonna. Oh my god! I'm I'm actually terrified. I'm actually like. We might we might cry. we might substantially decide to record on Fridays those weeks just so we don't bear the torture. Because. <laughs> Oh, we actually my. might make a conscious decision to be like, "Frick it, we're recording on Friday because we're not, we don't, we don't want to talk." Anytime the Bears are on national TV, <laughs> or the are the Cardinals oh. on national TV at all? I think they're like potentially flexed. Oh please, please, no, no, don't, don't wish that kind of evil on me. No, no, <laughs> please, God, dear let me, God. Wait, no. let me look at the Cardinals' schedule really quick. I just want to see. I think they have a Thursday nighter this year, at the bare minimum. Well, we know what game America's not going to watch. I can. Can I see this properly on the NFL app? I think I can. I I almost don't even. I'm a, I'm a, I'm terrified to figure <laughs> out what, what game they're going to have. I think they might have a Saturday flex, which we know is not going to get flexed. Um. So I can skip that thought. Um. Okay, where is it? I know it's somewhere. 
No, they don't. Oh, God bless. They do not. They don't have a primetime game. God bless. Crisis averted. <laughs> oh, they don't boy. have one. Thank God. I might have just passed out on this pod if they if they I would have passed away on this pod had there actually been a, a game for them. It could be Seahawks Cardinals, but we know that the Cardinals aren't gonna be competitive oh, by that point oh, in week no, eighteen. No, no ma no, don't let it be anything with the well like Seahawks are our Seahawks are already like middling. Cardinals, oh lord, don't even put that That's ever. not gonna get on there. Um Okay, um Pop Coach Topics, I guess we have to. I want to talk to Taylor Swift. I want Taylor Swift to do a Super Bowl. After all of this, I want her to do a Super Bowl pretty badly. She'll never do it, probably, because it's such a mess. Yeah. But maybe Travis Kelsey can convince her while they're, quote-unquote, hanging out. Maybe? I don't know. Um, Do you know how hard it is? Like, how, like, it makes sense, but, like, if, like, figure how many people already go to the Super Bowl, right? The tickets would get raised by another, like, 10K. They're, like it would, <laughs> it would be the world's biggest event next to the World Cup final. I know, right? Like, like it's it's ridiculous. And then, do you know, like people already say at halftime shows every year, people who don't like football, they already say, "Oh, so nice of them to play a football game during so and so's concert." Can you imagine the Taylor Swift comments that we're gonna see on social media if she is performing at, at the halftime? No one's gonna care about the game. Nobody will care about the game. Oh, oh I would God. love that, man. I want that. I have, I have, I have a, a Swifty tapestry right here, man. I, I have it. It's right there. Yeah, I know. By my you football do. shit. It's right there. See, I skipped watching see, Oppenheimer I, to buy that. See, I, I, I did I watch get, Oppenheimer already, but I, I'm, I guess, or to go I'm, get that, I should say. I, I guess I'm old school. But I still miss the days of having an, like a an artist with like a a band playing at halftime, having a rock band playing at halftime. Like, yeah. and I, I'm somebody that loves a lot of different kinds of music. Like, I loved the halftime show with Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. I all thought it was great. I love that one. La- last year, like last year, having a pregnant Rihanna do it was not smart to me. I enjoyed um, it, but it wasn't great. It wasn't great. The weekend uh, giving us an aneurysm. The the weekend, well, the weekend's gonna go down. That that one's gonna go down in infamy because it was during the COVID season, and it was also, I mean, the COVID stretched into the season after, but it was the COVID season, and it it's still like it has its place in history. Like people are gonna remember. Like the literally, memes. I think people got like like what it what is it seizures from watching him like wiggle the camera. Oh yeah, around. I heard about that. Like. It's just that, like, it feels like the last time we truly had a, a like, great, great, like, all-time serable performance for halftime. People said Lady Gaga. I thought she wasn't that good. No. No. The, and, the that last... was your, and that was your serable that you won. So you know yeah. that more than anything. Yeah, I know. And then, but the thing is, like, see, I know that more than anything, but I also wasn't paying attention because my Eagles are playing. I don't care. Um... Like if it's if it's two teams that aren't the Eagles, I I pay attention to the halftime. Like as both, much as both as much both, as our, the game. both our Seahawks ones were Bruno. I think both of them were Bruno at least subbed in one of them and did one of them. Did the one against the Broncos. I'm trying to think. Wait, was the 
No, nah, wait. No, nah, wait. The the Eagles Super Bowl win was with Justin Timberlake. Was... No, no, because no. How I... about the Patriots one? Oh, the Patriots one. No, never mind. Yeah, I'm thinking. Wait. I'm going to confirm. Why'd you... Wait, why'd you bring up the Eagles then? Because you won that game. Eagles-Patriots. I'm pretty sure Eagles-Patriots was, was Justin Timberlake because it was in Minnesota. And that was right when Prince had passed or right after Prince passed. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What was the – oh, my God, my bad. Lady Gaga was 28-3. to yeah, Lady, yeah, Lady Gaga, yeah, Lady Gaga was that one. But yeah, the the Eagles won. I thought I was like, wait a minute, I had to like actually go back and think. I'm like, wait a minute. No, no it is, it is, it was JT. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember he did... no nips, no nips this time. Thank God. <laughs> I re- I remember he did the whole tribute to Prince. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Because that because and because the Eagles had had won the Super Bowl in Minnesota's house. Yeah. So, was, so... Wait, who was it last? It, it was Rihanna last year, right? Yeah, my bad. Last year was Rihanna. Last year was Rihanna, and the year before was Eminem, Dr. Dre. Uh, oh, oh, oh I have, them. I have, oh, I have a story. I was at work today, so Beyonce yeah. is performing right now in at Lumen Field where the Seahawks play. As we're talking, um, wow. And this guy, and this guy came into my shop today or into my New Balance store, and he's like, "I need shoes for the concert. What do you have?" Like, yeah, literally, this what? guy bought ten eighties, fresh foam ten eighties for the concert. Said he's gonna have a fun time eating edibles, and I was like, "Cookies game of the week." <laughs> that's the most bizarre conversation that I I have never heard someone say that in my life. That's bizarre. That's just bored. That's beyond bizarre to me. Yeah, he come. He literally talked to us about edibles for like fifteen minutes while I was trying to grab his shoes. I was. Yeah, before I lost my train of thought, though, I was gonna say that we need a good Super Bowl halftime performance since. We haven't had art to me. We have, at least in my opinion, we haven't had an all-time great one since Prince. I would argue, yeah. I need to rewatch the so, Prince one. So, so it's like the guy's playing in heels in the rain and making the guitar literally wail on stage. He was phenomenal. Yeah. So, I like. I just want an artist that captures that. Not not what obviously not another came another Prince, but like. I want an artist to cat have an, an like an all time. It feels like in the past, like like ten Super Bowls, if not more. Like it just feels like we there hasn't been a moment where you can say like, "Aha, this is a superstar moment of halftime." Yeah, this is like it. Like I agree. It just it just feels like we're watching just a regular like concert that somebody went to on a Friday night. It it doesn't feel like a Super Bowl halftime, all eyes on you watching it, massive event. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah, it just doesn't. Like, I agree. With, it hasn't like, felt like that in a very long time. Like, like look at Michael Jackson just standing on the stage for almost ten minutes before he actually spoke a word, and the crowd was electric. And he just it's it's because it's Michael freaking Jackson. Same thing with Prince. It's Prince. Like <laughs> it's like. These guys are are artists, not artists, artists. And it's like And it, and it again, like... this is why I want Taylor Swift to do it. Because I think if yeah. Taylor Swift does it, it's, well, it's like, like a moment. That's a like, fucking moment, dude. But it's like to me, she can't come out and be doing like shake it off at the halftime show. 
Like it's gotta be it's it's gotta be like a deeper cut than it has to be something like that's more emo, like to convey the uh-huh. weight of the Super Bowl and a superstar like she is. It has to be like big. Wait, wait, but I have a question though. Imagine her on a Super Bowl stage doing all too well the ten minute version. Oh my doing god! Ten minutes? Are you kidding? <laughs> One song. I would oh, love that. Man. It's like. I don't know. For me, I just can never get into Ella. Like, listen, I, I have no problem with people that like her. See, I don't have a problem with her. I have a problem <laughs> with no. And like, listen, you you don't count because you're not annoying about it. I have a problem with the rest of her fan base that thinks that she's the only artist to ever exist. Like, it's it's ridiculous to me. I'm like, I'm like, you do realize there's I don't think it's everybody, but there's a percent. I I'm lucky because the reason I became a Swifty is one of my closest friends who loves Taylor Swift, but she also yeah. loves Eminem and a bunch of other great rock yeah. artists. Yeah. And like Bad Omens we play and freaking, and even country music and freaking, um, oh my God. And uh, Foo Fighters. And uh, I'm trying to think of the other band, but there's, there's so many other bands that we play. I can't yeah. even think of them. Yeah. Like, we don't just play Taylor Swift all the time. Like, like, I like I hate when people like when people see me like bash Taylor Swift. I'm not trying to bash her. I'm just saying that she like people need to chill with this whole this whole like god complex pedestal that they put her on. Like the com it's it's a human being just like you and me. It is not a, a an absolute like this is not a god you build a shrine to. Stop it. <laughs> Please stop it. Like, listen, I love Lincoln Park right behind me. I love Eminem right here. I have a big poster of the weekend on my wall. I have a Kurt Cobain poster in my closet. I listen to all different kinds of music. I don't hold that. I look at them and I see people. I don't see a god needing to be worshipped like people do with Taylor I'll Swift. I'll argue that that's a very small percentage of Swifties, but it is a percentage. And Kendrick uh, Smith. Put it this way: at least, at least the the thing I the, the last thing I'll say about it is that it is it is a, a small percentage. I know people are are more rational than that in real life, but my God, social media people like please have a better better things to do than, than argue why she's the greatest artist of all time in your eyes. Please, like, please, there's got to be better things you can do. You can talk about how a touchback is a stupid NFL rule. It's a better yeah, better but, 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 but at least there's debate there. Like at, at least there's some like there's an actual like there's you know, a discourse. There's a there can be a discourse about it. Whereas like if, if I argue Taylor Swift, like I had a, well, well last one thing I'll, I'll say before we get out of here, I had a Lincoln Park versus Taylor Swift debate over who was more influential. Oh no way! They're both influential. And, relax. Yeah, but it got nasty. I'm like, why? I'm just making a point. Why are you coming at me, bro? It's not All that right. serious. And, and with that, that is it. Thank you, Brandon, for joining us. Uh, we'll see you all, I think, on Sunday, if not Monday or yep. Tuesday after the doubleheader. We'll see. Too many national TV games. We'll figure it out. Uh, but we'll see you then. Yep. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun, fun weekend. We'll see you all very, very soon. Yes, sir. Take care.